Welcome to the Mars Pit. It's your boy, Wes. And the King. I know it's a couple weeks too late, but hey, happy International Women's Day. Ladies, we love y'all. So for that, we're playing Women's Night tonight. And here's Primitive Machine with Free Fall.
Ladies Night, we represent the best in female-fronted punk rock and metal bands. Yeah, women are awesome. Without them, we wouldn't be here, you know? Oh, definitely. I just want to say thank you, ladies, for letting the human race continue. And I want to say thank you to the bands for letting us play your music. And to the women who paved the way. You know, all the way back, talking about Lita Ford. Joan Jett. Grace Slick. Janis Joplin. Chrissy Hine, the Pretenders. Pat Benatar. hit, Hit you with your best shot. I know that. And, you know, the ones that the modern day, the ones that they paved the way for, like Skillet, Arch Enemy. Flyleaf. Kitty really paved the way for some heavy stuff. Like, yeah, like Nightwish. Yeah. What about Susie Sue and the Banshees? Punk, man. Punk rock. Oh, definitely, definitely. And look at Lizzie Hale without, you know, Hailstorm. That is a very, very popular band right now, and they're good. Right. I mean, you can look at uh, Amy Lee with Evanescence. Yeah, Lacuna Coil. Would you consider Avril Lavigne? She's punkish. She used to be punkish. Well, yeah, she used to be. <laughs> no, I was a huge Avril or fan. Or Debbie Harry Blondie, the punk rock, man. She kind of started that whole female punk rock. With the Runaways know. and... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Grace Definitely. Slick, Jefferson Airplane. Definitely. Well, let's get into some of our music. Who we okay. got? Okay, we got <laughs> Bo and Lucy, Black Boots. <laughs>
of the old school rock and blues and Bo and Lucy's music. Yeah, you got to mention Janice and Bonnie Raitt in that situation. Oh, definitely. You know. Man, Bonnie Raitt's awesome guitarist, too. Oh, God, yeah. That was the music I grew up on between them and Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, that I was... love fucking Fleetwood Mac, man. And, and you know, though, Janice, man, she had the voice. That bluesy fucking voice was just awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, take another little piece of my heart, dude. That's You can just feel that song. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and Joan Jett. Joan Jett's fucking just awesome, man. Awesome guitarist, awesome singer. What are you smiling about? She, she is. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about all the music, man. Thinking about all the music that has come before and that we're getting into now and all the stuff that could be coming soon. Because... A few of our bands that we're not playing tonight, they're working on some new music, some new tunes, and I've I've sat in and listened, and you can hear the blues, you can hear that that gravel, that that just that that dirty yeah. rock. Yeah, like like Hailstorm, Lizzie Hell. You can tell she's influenced heavily by like John Jett, Lita Ford. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's some good rock and roll right there, man. Um, yeah, I, you uh, you never got to see these this band live, but anyone's guess. I bet they were good though. Oh man, the female this Sonya's just she's just got an amazing set of pipes on her, yeah. and she's got that rock grunge sound. It's just it was just awesome. I I miss them. I do. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. But yeah, on that note, let's play some music. What about unlawful the domestic?
vocals. I love a good. I love a girl with a guitar. Yeah, rock, rocking out with the Definitely. with the boys, Definitely. showing them what it's all about. That's right. Having a daughter, man, I really like that. There's bands, you know, women fronted bands today, like Hailstorm, The Pretty Reckless. You know, Lizzie Hale's badass. She's a badass guitarist. She she's a badass front woman. You know, and it, and it having a daughter and she loves rock and roll. I I like for her to be able to see that women just don't have to be you yeah. know behind a piano or singing pop or dancers or some shit like that right. she can you know see that you know women can be up there leading a band and fucking rocking out with the guys just as just as good mm-hmm. you know empowering yeah. yeah i feel the same way about my niece she's a she's a metalhead you know she was my co-host before you right and uh she she dug all this just every time we went out to see bands i mean she was just having a blast and you got like Arch Enemy and Otep and bands like that where the chicks are just fucking killing it yeah. with raw dog voices, man. You know, having fucking pits at their concerts and shit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, you know. Kitty Param- led the way for that, right? Right. I mean, look at Paramore. I mean, they're not as hard. Oh, but, but I love Paramore, man. Paramore, no that's doubt. Punk, that's that punk. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Gwen Stefani, you know, that ska punk mm-hmm. vibe. You know, and... I like that. You know, it just shows that women can do whatever they want to do, I guess. Right. Instead of being, you know, stuck in a genre or stuck in a situation. Right. You know, they can get out there and get raw dog with the rest of them. Definitely, definitely. Well, we got another kind of bluesy rock artist coming up. I mean, I guess Hailstorm-like, you know, the Pretty Reckless-like. It's kind of like that old rock style, Jasmine Kane with Good Life.
talking about rock, chicks and rock, what about punk rock? Like, Debbie Harry was a pioneer for punk and rap because Blondie had the first rap song on MTV, but was was a really good punk band. Yes, they were. Yes. It's always a Blondie fan. What about Susie and the, uh, Susie Sue and the Banshees? I love Susie and the Banshees. Her voice is just, it's phenomenal, man. You, if you hear it, you know that's who that is, Susie Sue. Yeah. Chrissy Hine and the Pretenders. I love the Pretenders. If that's punk rock, rock, I don't know. Nah, new it's wave. Hard to, yeah, hard to put that in a box. Were you a uh, Bangles kind of guy? I like the Bangles. Uh, what about the Go-Go's? Is that punk? New wave, like you said. Is yeah, that yeah, new wave again. Really good band. They all played. They, you know, it was a total female band. They all played the instruments. Really good. Really yeah, good. and you get into like the four nine blondes. They were well. They had a one hit wonder, but they were a good band. Yeah. What about like the Donnas? I was always a Donnas fan. I like the Donnas too. They were another whole band, female band that made really good music for a while. And if you like if you like goth punk, the Distillers is a band recently that that's a really good band, female fronted band. Yeah, so, I you know. you know I don't really know a lot of the new punk rock female fronted. Well, punk rock in general. There's I mean. not a lot of new punk out there that's really what I would say classic punk because I mean you got pop punk, which I guess you could like, if you were gonna call the Go Go's punk or new wave or whatever would be the same classification. So pop punk, would that include like Blink-182? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. But we've got a good punk band and a female-fronted punk band here, Bad Mary, with what I want. Easy with the assumption 
You know, it's funny. I've been trying to recollect my collection of cassette tapes. Like, go back in time and get the vinyls. Yeah, I would love to get into vinyl, man. That's something that I've been looking into. And I see you got your Crossley up there. I do. I like that little guy. I would like to have a, you know, corner where I just have a chair and a record player and a bunch of books and vinyl. Be pretty awesome. I'd like to get into it, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> um, dude, I can tell you though. I can tell you, vinyls are freaking pricey. I know, but that's what's cool about them, man. Because you know, it's a, I guess, a lost art, so to say, so yeah. to speak. But it's kind of a fad right now. Yeah, it is a fad big time right now. But man, what what makes vinyl valuable? Is it does it is it like a first print like books or? I think so, because I know that if you find um, early. I know imports are worth a lot. Like there's a, I was just browsing. There's a Tool album on eBay, ninety three Japanese import, and it's like twelve thousand dollars. Damn, probably because you only get a Tool album every fucking ten years. Yeah, probably. But it, does the shit have to be sealed in plastic? Are there are there are there specs on it? Like you know, certain books are valuable. If they're like first prints, autographed, whatever, or a rare print, or you know a misprint, I wonder if vinyl's the same way. Yeah, because there's a couple of vinyls out there that are misprint, and you can basically retire if you have one. Right. What What do you think about the sound? I personally, I like the sound. I yeah. like the sound of a vinyl. It's nostalgic, man. You know, I didn't grow up with it. I mean, I did, but it wasn't. It wasn't all that we had to choose from in my generation. You know, we had cassettes. We were the early side of CDs. Eight tracks. I remember eight tracks, man. I remember riding around with my mom, and she would be listening to, like, Eddie Money and <laughs> fucking, you know, Journey and shit on eight track. You know, I had a buddy of mine I uh, rode home from school with before I started driving back in, like, 2001. He had an eight track player in his truck. That's cool, man. <laughs> that shit's vintage, man. But, like, I wonder, like, 8-tracks and shit, are they valuable? Or uh, is everybody, like, fuck an 8-track and shit? I think so. With that whole no rewind, no fast forward. You know what? <laughs> to think, to come to think of it, I have a big box of vinyl. It's just 45s, though. But it's a bunch of old shit like the Doors, the Beatles, um, the hmm. Monkees, you know, just all that type of shit. It's just a big box full of 45s. There's no telling what's in there. Old R&B stuff, Jackson 5. Oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder, like, that's why I was asking, like, not that I would sell it because, I mean, it's been, you know, it came from, like, my mom and my aunt, but yeah. I just wonder, you know, what, what the specs are because they're all just records. There's no sleeves. There's no, yeah, they're, with not, them, they're with not taken care of, so to speak. Yeah, probably with them not having the sleeve, that's going to diminish your value. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not to sell them. I was just, one, just right. like, curious. Now, the uh, the emotional attachment to them that that'll be off the charts oh yeah well it is and it is and, and it's some cool music you know if you dig the beatles the doors it's a bunch of classic rock um shit like that some good music man yeah well you know you were talking about getting you a crosley one of these little cruisers yeah man i'd love to have one you, you can, can take them. them they're po fucking portable they are and they've got the port on the back that you can do the um, external speakers so you could hook them into a, a, a sound system basically, basically. like a Whatever you have. Yeah. And, and, and rock the fuck out. And I think my dad's borrowed it a few times because what he'll do is he puts his, he he digitizes his records. So right. he does, you know, the the thing to do oh, now. Oh, man, really? Yeah, so How he can use, use that, man. Just take it and plug it into a cassette recorder or a CD, any kind of stereo that has line in, uh -huh. and you can record it. 
So uh-huh. that's what he's doing with some of his old vinyls. Hell yeah. That's pretty crafty. You can do it with cassette tapes too. I, I should do that, but I don't It's the sound of it, man. It has a more, you know, organic sound than, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, you know, it's nostalgic, like I said. Give you that feeling from the past. You want to play a song? Yeah, let's play a song. La Capitana and Counting. find something that you love like what would your what would your holy grail of vinyl be if you could find something mint 
Mint on vinyl. Uh, it'd have to be, dude, it'd probably be something early ACDC or honestly, probably the Beastie Boys. I'd probably yeah, no love to get licensed to ill on Hell vinyl. Yeah. It would be for me like Kill 'em All Metallica or something Led Zeppelin, any Led Zeppelin. That'd be cool. ZZ Top, something like Trace Hombres or something. Yeah. That'd be badass. You know what's really funny? We're probably listening. Those are people who are listening to this. The older generation are probably like, I had that and got sold it. it. Got rid of it. Yard <laughs> yeah. sale. Yeah. Sold it for like five bucks 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> like comic books, man. People do that shit with comic books all the time and don't even realize what they have. Baseball cards. Yeah. I've got a whole stack of baseball cards. And a buddy of mine, actually for my birthday, bought me a um, uh, the display card case. Yeah. And we went through them, and he bought one of those books that we can price them. That's cool. I ain't sitting on nothing. <laughs> I ain't retiring well, anytime I mean, it's hard. soon. You got to have like a signed rookie mint condition fucking Mickey card Mantle. to be yeah worth <laughs> anything. But what about like concert posters and shit? Ain't there a lot of people collect shit like that? Movie posters? Are, are there are there value in some of that? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe signed. Like if it was like a Beatles poster signed by all of them, it'd probably be worth something. What about that guy you were talking about had that store for sale on Craigslist? He's got posters and vinyl and fucking all kind of shit, right? Oh, yeah. He's uh, just outside of Gainesville, and he's got over 5,000 records, 3,045s, just... And he's selling them, Jake, Man, cheap, 80 cents on the dollar for I would love one. to just go browse that fucking store, just it, whatever. There's yeah. bound to be something cool in there or something, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something that he don't know he's got yeah, or something yeah. that, you know... Wonder if he's got any metal, any old metal Judas Priest, Black Sabbath. Oh, Black Sabbath! That would be oh. if I could find Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath mint, dude. That would be like fuck, mm. awesome. That would be awesome. Um, have you been to that flea market just up from you there in Dallas? I've been or there. Home? I mean, it's been a while. It's probably been about a year. It's pretty cool. They've got one room. It's no bigger than this office, and it's just stacked to the ceiling with vinyl did you check it out i did i was in there i mean i was moving boxes trying to look what, through what stuff. did you did you come across anything cool uh i found an early blood rock album and i gave that to my dad i found a uh mother's finest oh nice i found one of those and i gave that to my mentor frankie who we just talking about mother's finest the other day they're uh they're doing a show up at uh rocco's pub in jasper mm. what next next week wow i don't know the date right off but i know it's soon um nothing else nothing nothing really cool no metal Nah, i didn't really find anything i was looking at what 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 did they have mainly uh, it's a lot of country a lot of country a lot of old country like george jones oh hell that'd be cool to have yeah but it was not in great condition <laughs> Well, as long as it plays, I mean, I wouldn't be, yeah. I wouldn't care. It would just be something in the collection, some old Waylon or Willie or those would be cool. But Cash, it was, Johnny Cash. Yeah, if I'd have found any of those, I'd have probably bought them. But it yeah, was, yeah. it wasn't anything like that. It was, you know, a lot of unheard of, low end style music, stuff that I'm not into. It's not that it's bad music. It's just right, stuff I'm right, not into. Right, right. Well, I think vinyl's getting like you said. It's getting like comic books and baseball cards, and it's like a well, I mean, even a hobby or you know, 
you know, even new vinyls that are released now, hell, some of them drop at $30, $45 a piece. It's expensive. And Metallica, I've I seen an interview with James Hetfield, and Metallica actually bought, um, uh, what do you, I don't know if you would call it a printer or whatever you call it, a press, yeah. a vinyl press. Yeah. And they pressed their own vinyl. So they're releasing a lot of their own shit on vinyl them, themselves. That's pretty cool. So, you know, you could probably find Kill em All. It wouldn't be like a, a first release, but still, it'd still yeah. be badass. A re-release, remastered. Yeah, you could probably buy it online from them, you know? Yeah. Because he was saying they found one in Europe that was an actual press, hmm. like an old school record press, and they bought it, and they actually use it to put their own shit out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool as hell. So what would you rather our bands do now? Would you rather them put it on a flash drive like we were talking about, or would you rather them print their own vinyl records i would like them to do both because <laughs> i can't listen to vinyl on my cell phone no. or on my computer or whatever in my car yeah vinyl's not very portable is it right but it's cool to have like we were talking about the books and having old books they're not worth shit but it's just cool to have them mm -hmm. i've got some books from the 1800s and stuff but i mean they're not worth anything but just to have something that old that's cool you know? i found like a third or fourth edition tom sawyer it, I've got what? a King Arthur that's from like 1905 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it a first edition? I don't think so. <laughs> Nothing like that. Just yeah. cool to have something old like yeah. that. Yeah. It's crazy to find old books like that and it's like, oh my God, this was printed before the yeah. 19th century. And Imagine accidentally coming across like a vinyl Black Sabbath, you know, or Led Zeppelin or something. First something edition. Cool like that. Yeah. Fog Hat or Bad Company. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. I accidentally find it at a yard sale or some old lady's got, you know. <laughs> yeah. find shit I'll like take, that all the time. I'll man. take a nickel for it. Mm -hmm. Listen, lady, I'm just going to go ahead and give you a dollar. <laughs> before the whole, like, back in the 90s and stuff, before this whole vinyl craze, like, I would see crates of records at yard sales, and you could oh, buy yeah. the whole crate for a dollar. Yeah. And not just that. They weren't. They weren't taken care of either. You could yeah. tell they'd been in some leaky basement. Well, if you love it, you play the shit out of it, and yeah. you know the cover's gonna get raggedy. And I don't know. That kind of leads to the mystique and the yeah. the you know the appeal to me is that you can, if if you found one and it it was you know somebody played the shit out of it, that'd be pretty cool. Well, you know that leads me into my next question for you: top five things you need in your man cave. Oh, I already got them, man. I got a pool table. I got a dartboard. Um, those are the top two. I got I got a lot of shit for a man cave in my in my basement that's not <laughs> finished. So a record player's in there. Um, a big ass bookshelf. But I, you know, I was always one of those weird ones. I wanted the uh, that old school library look where the walls, yeah, the would, bookshelves are built into the walls. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would want a corner of it to be, like I said, just a comfortable chair, record player, and a big-ass bookshelf, mm -hmm. books and records, mm -hmm. you know, just that corner for that, just to sit and read and listen. It'd be so Relax cool. Relax and chill, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. And on that note, <laughs> Isabella Wainwright, Carmen. Do you see me up here on your trapeze?
cool would it be to actually own like a record store or some kind of store, vintage store, however you want to? Dude, I think it'd be awesome. It would be cool, but could you make money? Probably not. <laughs> You'd probably have to do it like a side gig, like yeah. a hobby. Yeah. I mean, unless you're getting, you know, unless you're getting rare and unique stuff, yeah, I don't that, think. But that know. would be the point. That would be the whole fun of it. Right. But I got a feeling, you know, you've seen the movie High Fidelity. Yeah. They get in some cool stuff every now and then. Again, right. it's a right. movie. It, but it, Yeah. And it would be that way probably like every once in a while you'd run yeah. across a rarity, something cool. Yeah. Now, as far as with us, with the podcast, I think it'd be cool as hell if our bands were dropping vinyl, vinyl, yeah, and we I, had a store, and we could play their music for people as they come in. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. But I think vinyl is like an expensive process now. It is. Whereas it used to be the way, it's kind of like, you know. Well, um, I haven't talked to this guy in a while, but I've actually got a contact who prints the gold records for bands when they hit their... Um, oh no shit yeah when they hit their marks at selling albums that's cool and I haven't talked to him in a while and I think I need to reach back out to him um, he's printed he actually is a big name in the music industry cause like I said he prints the gold albums for the bands when they hit their was it thousand is it a thousand to get gold oh I thought it was like a million I thought that was diamond or is that no, I thought I thought a, I a thought million? a million was gold, or is it a hundred thousand? It might be. I don't. A hundred thousand's gold, I think, and then platinum's a million. Platinum's a million, yeah. And diamonds probably. Diamonds something like ten million or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I think Prince has a couple of diamond. I don't records. think anybody's gonna reach diamond anymore, man. <laughs> Somebody I don't remember who it is, and it sucks because I don't want to Google it. But uh, somebody's a double diamond. Well, I, I so, can see Prince being one. It might be Prince. Prince fucking legend, man. I was just going to have to give me a minute. I'm going to search that. Search it out, man. Diamond. But think about, like, there's probably somewhere, somewhere there's probably somebody with an attic full of fucking records, and they don't even know it. Mm. It's probably, you know, been there since the 70s or some shit. In the back where you, nobody knows what the hell's back there. Or somebody's garage. Probably full of cool shit. Oh, I know. That would be just freaking awesome. It'd be cool, like, if you could go to some old rock concert like ZZ Top or the Stones that are still kicking around with with, with some vinyl and have it signed, man, and then frame that shit. Yeah. That'd that's be cool as hell. You know, that, you know, my poster wall over here, I've got just... Oh, yeah, same deal. Tons of posters, and every one of them are signed by the bands that I've seen. And that's, I really want to add to that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, like make a whole wall, wallpaper the wall like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cool. Once we get moved, once we get moved out of here and into where we're headed, um, I want to get some frames for those because thumbtacks yeah. are just tacky as shit. Well, yeah, but they're cool though. Yeah, I mean, I just and don't want to look know. like a dorm room. One of those room. bands could fucking blow in the, blow up, and you know, you have something really. There's a couple of them on there that I think will. There's a well, there's more than a couple yeah. <laughs> that I think are going to be big. But um, I guess I guess this is a good spot any to end the show. So who was the diamond? Uh, I never actually got the chance to look at it. We might touch on it later. Okay, well, <laughs> on that note, till next week, here's Line of Stars with Summer Haze.
I don't want to leave y'all hanging on that last question with uh, the best-selling artist diamond, double diamond status. Is that as high as it goes, that, double diamond? That's as high as it goes. That's 20 million copies. 20 fucking million. And the artists who have sold that are, in this order, Eagles, Michael Jackson, the Eagles again, Zeppelin, ACDC, and Fleetwood Mac. All fucking legends. All legends. Fleetwood Mac with 20,000 on the nose. And the Eagles with their greatest hits of 38, or 38 million, sorry, 20 million. 38 fucking million, dude. That is unreal. But it's the Eagles, dude, so you can see it. Right, and they hit twice. But hey, my band's on there, baby. ACDC at 22 million. Yeah, ACDC legends, man. And he's back. Who's back? Uh, Brian, man. Is Brian Johnson back? Yeah, it's confirmed. Sweet, good. Yes, get sir. rid of, get rid of. Uh, Fucking Axl Rose. Yeah. Fuck Axl Rose. He needs to stick to Guns and Roses. Fuck though. him. Did you listen to that last album? Hell no, dude. I had it on my iPod for probably two years, and I never even listened Fuck to uh, Chinese He's a democracy. Bag, man, he's like Paul and Gene, dude. Greedy motherfucker. Greedy motherfucker. All right, now we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>